Hello and welcome to another episode of the No Ratings Podcast. I've tried so hard to sound energetic and happy trying to deliver that intro to you. Um, but it's not about me and it's not about my opinions. Um, thanks for checking in with us. If you're listening on Spotify, welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome as well. I made sure I moisturized my face so that it was easier for you guys to watch me for an hour and a half talk about football. Now, of course, Captain Rambo is still on an international break. And we're recording this straight after a pretty uh, damaging result for the Arsenal as Arsenal drew 2-2 with West Ham. Um, before we get into it, subscribe, follow, at Note Ratings Podcast, wherever you watch us on YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, TikTok, all of that. And without further ado, we've got Liv's Anumir in the studio and making his debut today is, of course, professional football tweeter, a1 welcome to the show boys how are we doing not bad bro not bad how are you yeah not bad not bad lives i don't want to waste any time bro 2-2 arsenal versus west ham talk to me well, as you lot can clearly see i'm pissed in it i'm just <laughs> get me just i'm just <sighs> bro these guys fam i could just see this shit coming i'll be real man after that second half against liverpool i just said well these lot do not want to move like they want to win the title like honestly like the mentality, there's an issue within the mentality in that team, like, and it's starting to actually, and and it's not, it's not like just in general. It's 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 when the pressure's on. That's when the mentality gets questioned. You get it's when they get pressured. You know what I'm saying? They're back against the wall. You know what I'm saying? Now we all saw them early comebacks early in the season. You know, like we saw them comebacks against Villa, etc., Fulham, all these little comebacks. How you, however you don't want to call it, yeah, but. It's the business end of stuff. Um, it's the business side of things now, isn't it? Where we're trying to get to that title right now. We're trying to actually win that title, bro. And honestly, City are on our next, bro. And we're we're just cra- bro. Two got two games now where we bottled a two goal lead. Two games in a row now. West Ham have been shot. Like they haven't done nothing, bro. In these last couple of games, bro, they've been shit, bro. When, honestly, when, like, when Arsenal good when Arsenal were two nil up, when Arsenal were two nil up uh, against West Ham inside something like ten minutes. Was there any part of you that was concerned? Yeah, when we was tuning up, I thought, okay, you know what? Great start, boys. Like, that's it. Just control the game now. You know what I'm saying? Control the game. Add a bit more. Add some goals if you can. But just control the game. You know what I'm saying? And then what happened? Little stupid moment from Part A. The guy was moving like he was on holiday today. I've never seen Part A like that today. Now, honestly, he was moving like he was you on know, the beach somewhere. Do you think, Lost do you think that was the moment that switched the game? Because obviously, when you saw the I other game, that. a lot of people were like, oh, it's the Shaka moment. Like, there's just a little thing that, that brings the opposition Same back thing, yeah. The... It's the same thing. Yeah. When we get ourselves into a comfortable position, we just struggle to maintain it. We struggle to maintain it because we lack that um, the mental side of things where we need to control the game. You know what I'm saying? We just doze off. We're like little kids in the, in the, in the, in the shopping centre and they're looking, <laughs> they're lost. And they're looking for their parents. They just get lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get lost, bro. And that's what happened. They got too excited. What happened? Party taking 10 years on a ball. You got Declan Rice pressed him. Do you get Paqueta yeah. in the box? Gabriel panicked. Panicked, brought you him down. Oh, penalty, I, bro. I, I think, bro, you know, the, the season, like, so Arsenal, they've rotated, like, less than a lot of the other teams. And the season's a long season. I think it might just be a case of fatigue because you start, well, first 20, 30 minutes, bro, you're still you can't say cold. That. You can't nah, say not that, that, man. Not that, man. You don't think so? You think it's a mentality thing more than that? This is what they said last season. I'm tired of that. No, last season I thought it was... Last season I actually thought it was the tactics kind of... No, but last season they said that, oh, they're tired, they're fatigued, we're running Saka down to the ground, etc, etc. 
none of that. Do you get me? Like you're big professional footballers. You're playing one game a week. You're playing one game a week. You have to show that you got dog in you. Like you got to show that you will have mm. that dog in you. These lot are not showing that. Look at Man City. They, they, they're playing, what, they're still in the Champions League. They've got an FA Cup semi-final to play and they're playing in the Premier League. They're dealing with it because why them proper men? We don't have men in this team. We don't have you enough think, men you in this team. Are your leaders then? Because the thing yeah. is, Odegaard's your captain, obviously. I think Older sometimes Odegaard plays a bit shy. He's too shy and that's the problem. Sometimes it's not in you. you get Technically, mm. great footballer, unbelievable on his day, but sometimes yeah. it's the other side of things that you need to have in your game. That aggression, that, you know... Just having one up on your opponents, you get me showing fight. You get once opponents see that you got a softness in you, they're gonna take advantage of that. You get, and that's just something that you're gonna take with you wherever you go in life. You gotta show some sort of like solidarity. You get me character, personnel. For me, the only I'll say the leaders in my team, I'll say Gabriel. Yeah, he's got some dog in him. Jaka, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Saka's got the do- Saka's got the dog in him. No, but Saka's still young. You can see that like, something gets him. He'll try and that, but Saka's a type of guy. He needs dogs around him to protect him. Do you get? You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I thought, um, I thought I thought the way he was dealing with Villa Park and that tension and getting double teamed and triple teamed and kicked down and getting back up and doing his thing. I think I think Saka's shown a lot. He's of- got a dog in him, but like there's levels in it. Do you get? Like for example, if you look at Vinicius, yeah, if you look at Vinicius, his level of having dog is yeah. different to Saka. He's barking it. He's barking yeah. thing for ninety minutes. He's barking you know it. what I'm saying? There's like there's levels to this, bro. Honestly, there's actually levels to this. So A one, A one, talk to me. A one, talk to me. Where do you where do you think where do you think this fell apart from? Today, in my opinion, was pure arrogance. It's pure arrogance what happened today because I think after ten minutes, we're playing very well. Obviously, we're tuning up. And this is the exact same thing. There's one game where I still can't go over, and that was the Southampton game back before the World Cup, where the game was it was, as if it was it was too too easy. Yeah, it was too easy. We're moving the ball about, and the team got complacent, and the team got complacent, and they were moving the ball at zero intensity after two 0 zero. And before that moment where Partey made his error, that was not the start of everything happening. It started ten minutes before where we obviously we scored, we were moving the ball about at literally no speed, moving it around the back. And then there was one moment where Antonio got on um, the shoulder of Rob Holding. He got on the shoulder of Rob Holding and Rob Holding took him out. And from there, West Ham got a lot more confidence. For me, I said at half-time, these players, two weeks wages, they should be fine. Because the same thing happened last week. And the same thing happened too many times. It's not fight. It's not these players, they can't overcome adversity. It's arrogance and it's complacency. Today, that was that. And then after, I think, after around, like, I'll say, at halftime, I think we knew they would come out. They'll try and get the equaliser. Missed the penalty. I don't think, to be honest, I wasn't even annoyed at that. Talk, talk, at, talk at that to me game. about... Talk I would have let Jesus take it. Talk to me about the penalty. No, no, Jesus' penalties. No, no, no. Saka scored Jesus. every penalty for us. He scored but, every you know, penalty for us. Big moments, man. Chelsea yeah, but you know away, what? I'll give it to Jesus. Man City at home, Liverpool at home. The thing is, people will only say give it to Jesus now that Saka's missed. Like you wouldn't have said that before 
Saka. No, I, I honestly wanted, I'll be real, before the penalty got taken, I wanted Jesus to take it because I said, you know what, he's on a goal already. Let him get some confidence by getting some goals since he's come back from injury. You get a goal there. If he if he bagged his brace, it would have gave him a lot of confidence, you get, going going into these next couple of games. For example, the game against Southampton, you know, you have some confidence. If he goes um, into that game with some confidence, he'll get goals there. That will, again, boost his confidence to go into City, you get. And but get, a penalty taker is a penalty taker, isn't it? A penalty taker. He's been scoring goals. He's been scoring that penzo. When he's taken, he's been scoring penalties, bro. For Man City, he's missed a good few. I think Amir would back me up on this one. Yeah, I, I would say, like, I wouldn't massively trust him on the penalties. Um, but, but I hear your reasoning in terms of, like, if he gets two, the confidence in the running is a lot. So it depends, like, maybe at that point of the game you could have given it in. But I think, like, complaining about that and, and saying that's, like, a point where you lost the game or or due the game, sorry. I, is, think, like, I think missing the penalty I was, was a, I think missing the penalty was well, a huge... That, that obviously was definitely a factor, missing the penalty, yeah. because if we had scored that penalty, the game's done. There are a lot of teams that go away to big, difficult grounds. They get a goal. Then the home team get a goal back. And there's something that starts to happen in the stadium where they feel like they're getting up. Why is Arsenal, why is there this narrative all of a sudden where Arsenal can't wake up the home fans because as soon as they start making noise, we can't string passes together? What, what, what's happening? That narrative started last week. I think Anfield is different. Anfield yeah. is Anfield is just a crazy... We have a history of an, waking up Anfield wrongly last season as well. And I think that's why that, that leaked into this season becoming such a big story. But West Ham... Difficult place to go, but we've gone there and dealt with them many times. I don't think we've lost in uh, against West Ham in our last. I was listening to since, since, since I think the last time we lost was eighteen nineteen when Declan Rice scored one 0 Yeah, yeah, it must be. You yeah. see, but yeah, like we're, yeah. we're like it's not it's not exactly a bogey ground. It's not exactly a place that we struggle. Why 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 were the the West Ham fans able to get on top of us and give their team so much momentum? I th- again, I don't. I think there's a lot of factors. I think after we after the two two, I think Arteta made big big mistakes, massive mistakes. I thought. I thought first thing taking off Jesus when he's our only box that threat. Really doesn't make sense. Even uh, in the Liverpool game for me, I made the Liverpool game. I thought it was because of fitness. Today he's had like what two three weeks. But I think he took him off. It made no sense. I think he was on the yellow. That's why, why I would, he's a striker, though. He's a striker. I know. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You see, Arteta, sometimes, yeah, I think it's the in- inexperience in him sometimes. Like, he starts to worry, do you get? And when he worries, and that, especially in the later stages of the game, he starts panicking and he'll make some like rash decisions, do you get? We've seen it before this season. Like, for example, remember against Manchester United at Old Trafford when um, I think it was, it was what? Was it 1 1 or 2 1? Yeah, it was 2 1. It was 2 1 to 2 1. And look what he did. He, he left up completely naked at the back. Did you get completely naked because he panicked. Yeah. All, he got, all he had to do was just keep it how it was. We could have got a goal. And speaking speaking of, like speaking of being fragile at the back, how much of these two performances are a result of William Saliba not being at the back with Gabriel? How, how much did you did you miss Massive. him today? Massive. Massive. Bro, Massive. we struggle without Saliba, bro. Holding can't play this high line. He can't drive with the ball. He don't break lines. He doesn't. He doesn't offer anything, bro. He doesn't. Bro, you can see the way. Um, what's his name? Um, what's his striker? Antonio was dealing with him today, bro. Forget. He's mental, bro. Antonio's serious. I think I always said uh, Antonio's like the the greatest like non 
top half player. Like on his day, he will just show up. Yeah, do you know what so, he does? Like, that guy he's he's great. Quality. He's just great at letting you know. Yeah, yeah he's great at letting yeah. you know what time it is. That that's what Antonio yeah. is great at doing. He's great at telling you, listen, I'm here for a scrap. So you better fasten yeah. your seatbelt because we're about to. It's about to get messy, you know. Because the centre back without rhythm, put Antonio. On yeah. So like, Rob Rob Holding like didn't that. really. I, I don't know what you guys think. Rob Holding didn't seem to do too much wrong, but it just feels it like shocking. with Rob Holding at the back, he seems to be targeted a lot more than Gabriel's side is, and that seems to stretch the defence more. Gabriel seems to be doing a lot more than he's doing when Saliba's by his side. Now, I was just saying the thing about Rob Holding is. The first thing is defensively, yeah. So obviously, the the biggest change this season for Arsenal has been the pressing, yeah. So the pressing is one of the main reasons why we've been as good as we've been, right? So we sustain pressure the whole game. Rob Holden, the first thing that he does, he can't push up. I've seen this guy com- go into complete no man's land when he tries to press up. He can't do that. So obviously, what happens is, is that if you do try and press high, the guy is obviously going to get caught out and will be exposed. So what happens is he either drops too deep, which means there's too much space in the midfield, which means we're not compact. So we have to drop the lines. So we can't sustain pressure. That's the first thing. Second thing, on the ball, he's he's rubbish. <laughs> I don't even want to like even go, he's rubbish. He can't, he can't drive forward with the ball. He can't break any sort of compact team that we come up against. He can't play through it. And what he did today, which was hor- like it ruined the whole tempo was he would either hoop, hoof it, yeah, which means obviously we lose the ball, or he would try and like take too many touches on the ball, and what happens? He passes sideways. <laughs> so that does nothing. It just ruins the tempo, and we can't build up. That's the exact problem we had the last 40 minutes we had to chase the game. We had, we had a long time to try and get back to 3-2. We didn't create one chance, in my opinion. We didn't create a single chance. I think that comes from him being a liability on the ball and also because the players lost their heads honestly and Liv, technical level dropped completely lives you lives saka had a difficult afternoon as well and and as a a1 touched on as well we had a lot of time to get back in the game and as league leaders we had a lot of time to impose ourselves on a team that is in a relegation battle um what does that tell you about the next few games coming up for Arsenal? Where where does that leave you? How are you feeling? Bro, obviously it's in City's hands right now, bro. I'll be honest with you. Right now, the the, the level that City are playing at, especially with this new system that Pep has um deployed in his team, bro, they they're just looking like they're not gonna drop a sweat, bro. I'll be real. Like Ten wins and City all are on a different level right now. Yeah, they've caught they've caught crazy form at the wrong time, in my opinion, for us. At the right time. Yeah. No, no, I, I think it's the wrong time, Amir, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who do you support? Who do you support? I support City. Oh, but my, my lack of, my lack of gloating, you wouldn't have guessed yeah, it. Right. How long have you been supporting City for? <laughs> Bro, I was, so look, I'll tell you the story, yeah. When my dad, when my dad came to this country and he asked everyone that he knew, he was like, who do you support? Who do you support? So he came to Manchester. Everyone said United. So he said, who who their rivals? Who their City rivals? I was like, Man City. He's like, fine. To be different, I'll support City. Bro, we were horrid. Oh, so you're from Manchester then, yeah? I'm from Manchester, yeah. So then, bro, primary school, we're in this Man City. Lives was about to unload. Lives was about to unload. I know, I know. I'm like, yeah, I'm one of the few Manchester... Bro, I was sporting them, like, Seven, uh, Stuart Pearce time. So 
I'll get a pass in it. Oh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, they were so, rubbish sometimes. Darius Vassell days, yeah, man. Yeah, so from... Yeah, George Samaras, my guy. Samaras. Samaras. Is it Michael Johnson? Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Oh, baby Johnson. Katie. Island Island. 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 Yeah. Island would have been let's, a baller in this team, play, this pet team. Let's Elano, play... Elano and that. Listen, listen, let's play... As early as the W City Listen, let's play... Let's play some Man City were dead once upon a time bingo, Yeah. I just want you guys to just go back and forth and name obscure players from City's horrid past when they were no ones at the top of the league. Just name off players like you have been doing. I want to... I want to... I want to... Uh, um, Richard Dunn? You know what? Richard, Richard Dunn, what a guy. Silver from distance. What I said about pairing. Sanji Hai. Sanji Hai was a baller, man. That was my guy. Sanji uh, Hai. Um, Garrido. Do you remember Garrido? Garrido, yeah, I remember Garrido. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one guy called Banger against Man United. Remember Casido? Yeah, yeah. Casido. Yeah, striker. Manda Sampa. Manda Sampa was another striker. He had a, he had a fight. He was decent. Joey Barton or something. Yeah, he was actually good. No, that was that was nah, that was Usman Dabo. That was Usman Dabo. Was that Dabo? Yeah, and Barton. Was Sampa a baller? Guys, talk to me. Yeah, Barton, bro. Barton was a bad guy. Talk to me about the most. Oh, non- yeah. Talk to me about the most non-Brazilian guy ever. Talk to me Giovanni. about Joe. Oh, Giovanni is definitely Brazilian. No. <laughs> Talk about Joe. Joe, what a guy, man. Yo, when we got Joe, I, I was like, "Yo, we're serious. We're a good team, man." And then I was like, ah, "That was well, the start of the era, don't it? When you signed Robinho, that was the start there, isn't it? Robinho, Joe, Bellamy. I think they were like the early, early guys when we got. Um, yeah. Was it Shinawatra? And then we got uh, the Shakes. But we had like two new owners, um, and then we got some money. I remember oh, Rocky Santa Cruz was your first. Oh, okay. Santa Cruz. All right. So after Rodgers right, got like two injuries back to back, man. Yeah, I yeah. felt so bad for him, this guy. Well, listen, that shows that shows you yeah, the has been through the trenches. I want to. I wanted to ask you lot something here because I've been I've been seeing a lot of like um, different views on the t- on Twitter the timeline. Yeah, I didn't think Tierney had a bad bad game. Like I think a lot of our fan base they keep thinking. He's like Zinchenko, but he's nothing like Zinchenko. He's a complete different player. Some even will call Zinchenko a midfielder and not even a left-back. Yeah. Because how natural he is. And he's a far more traditional, defensive-minded fullback. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and and what he for me, what he done well for me today was, at times when he was put in the one-on-one situations, I think he done well, bro. He didn't really get ripped like that. No, get? he kept um, it tight. But, but nah, yeah, he, he was okay. But the, the problem with Tierney is that you're going to have to change the system. You can't play this guy in midfield. The fullback we need is half Tierney, half Zinchenko to come. You know who that is? That's John Stones, man. That's John that's what Stones. Done. Talk about it. Yeah, John Stones is elite, man. That guy is elite. Sensational, man. I've been, I've been screaming it from the rooftops for about three years, man. See, no, but guys, you don't need to understand what we're competing with here. Like, City's, like, quality, their squad, their depth, their backup. Like, they had... I, I don't think my depth's that good in terms of numbers. Actually, your depth is good, bro. You're there bench. What the hell are you talking about? Did you say you're not even no, I, I, I think our depth in defence is... Not even in defence, in centre-backs, all right. But our depth everywhere else is a bit... Guys, we have a spoiled brat here. Guys, we... You it's know not them, even that. Like, you know them Donnies that can take the shop in and their mum and dad buy them... In, in pure numbers, in pure numbers we don't have depth. We have depth in like how, they, how Pep can put different guys in different positions. Nah, this is... During Ramadan as well. During Ramadan, you're being ungrateful. That's all I'm trying to say right now. I, I, I expected... Nah, look at numbers. Look at the pure players, bro. We had a midfield three of Calvin Phillips, Sergio Gomez and... 
Was it Bernardo Silva? That's all right, you know, but it's like Who? still. Bernardo Silva, I've heard of him. Bernardo Silva was starting though. Bernardo Silva was starting. But we had like Calvin Phillips, Sergio Gomez. Who else came on? Like we had to, like we nearly threw two goals because of like our subs in it. Because we the only thing that need, the guys. only thing that summarizes your depth for me, all I need to know is two of our star players couldn't get a game for you. That's all I'm gonna say. Zinchenko <laughs> yeah, and Gabriel Jesus were surplus to requirements. They've walked in and they are running our team right now. Where do you see City dropping points? Where do you see City dropping points? Yeah, away That's from it. home, away from home potentially. ブライトンはメイビーブライトンブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンはメイビーブライトンは
have more solutions if that makes sense. Like we've got more profiles, so we can just switch guys around. Bro, that's my that's my whole thing. I'm saying it, bro. Our depth is not good enough, bro. If like, Declan, no if, Declan quality, bro. if Declan Rice was in the middle of the park for us today, would things have been different, Livs? Probably not. All right. Bro, not really though. Like, I, I, like cool. I'll he, say one thing about Declan Rice though. He takes the, the responsibility of the game on himself. Like in a bad moment, <laughs> right, cool. he'll try Maybe. and drive his team forward. You know what it is? He's more defensive minded, isn't it? Like than party. Do you get what party likes to do is just be on the ball. He likes to control the tempo of the game. Declan Rice ain't a controller. That's not his game. Do you get? His his game is to just sit in front of the back four, protect it, get the ball, keep it moving. Do you get? He's never been in a possession-based team. He hasn't. He, we've never seen that. To get there's no sample size where we can say, okay, we've seen Declan Rice in a possession-based team and he's been popping about. To get that's why for me, I'd rather go and sign someone like a Moises Casido who's already in a possession-based team. To get he can he he can pop it about. Get he can break both, lines. Man. I would love both. both. Well, you know Arsenal. You know Arsenal. Are they gonna spend over 160 Bro. million on two midfielders? Never. No, in January though, you wanted you wanted we... to put like 70 down. In it. I, I want enough to put 80 because that signing in my opinion would have guaranteed the title in my opinion it, that's my opinion if we got Moises Caicedo you could play him at 8 you could play him at 6 and the most vulnerable part of our team agree, right now is midfield if you take out Thomas Partey we are not we are not winning the league unfortunately that's a that is a problem Granit Xhaka as that guy that guy plays every single minute of every single game for us, even in Europa League, that guy is tired, man. That guy is tired. He's tired. He is, and he even Granit like for me, that guy is—he's on his last. The guy's a machine. You can't rely on same players every single week. You can't do that. So for me, and we've got four midfielders that are touching thirty, like four. So for me, I blow the whole budget on the midfield in the summer. So Amir, having seen what you've seen uh, at the Etihad, where you guys took apart Leicester and almost toyed with them like a training game, having seen Arsenal's last two games, when you're looking at the table, four points behind, how are you feeling? Are, are, are City the favourites for this title? Yeah. The thing is, I just put like it's it's weird because it can just change in a second, isn't it? Like Arsenal were apparently clear like two three games ago. Now suddenly City are favourites, like. I would say if we're taking exactly this moment, I'd say it's in our hands. Like, this is probably the best point of the season for us than most of the last few months. So I would say, like, I'm not going to complain. I would say this is a good moment. If we win at the Etihad, like, it's set up nicely. We need to win at the Etihad. And then after that, it's like, fine. We can sort of be in the driving seat and then the pressure's on Arsenal. The pressure's still on us. The pressure's been on us for, like, the last two months, essentially. Um... But I will say, like, the form that we're hitting and, like, maybe the mental block and, and the pressure that Arsenal are facing paired with some of their injuries, I think we're in a good position now to, like, try and take advantage of that. It's an interesting take that you think that the pressure's on you because I, I would say now that every game that Arsenal goes into, not only is there going to be that pressure of trying to go for a title, but there's going to be a, an anxiety that is hanging over... I agree with that. I, until, oh, the, the anxiety will last up until Arsenal are three 0 up. Now even two. I think up, you need a big win. Not good enough. You know when we when when we beat you, uh, then the next two games you had like poor starts. I think Villa and I can't remember the other one, but you had poor starts, and then like you had like injury time winners, and I think that switched the momentum back. If you never scored those injury time winners, I think you would have fallen off like two or three games after that as well. But, like, I'm seeing conversations on Twitter where people are like. The league's wraps already. You're still first. You know what I mean? 
But like that thing, that sort of like group thinking mentality or whatever, that, that helps City, you know. Um, City, we, we, we know miracle, we've won the league. We need a miracle. Time, so. We need See, a miracle. That's, what I'm like, you that's like the Arsenal fan really mentality now. For City fans, we're like 10 points behind. We're like, we can win it. We Bro, we dropped one comp. Our whole fans are saying, yeah, we're going to win the whole league. We're going to win the whole... It's like, you, the you know what I mean? Like, you. The, Amir, do you know what the difference between you and us is, yeah? Is that you, man, have a group of squad that have been doing this for years. The experience yeah, is there. Yeah, I agree with you. They've already yeah. got that mindset. With these men don't have none of that, bro. They don't know what it's like you know what? to be in for a title race. It's the pressure. It's but there's the mindset. Them, it's the mindset and experience of, of the fan base as well, I would say. When we go down or when we're in a title running, our fans kind of trust our manager and our players and we back our guys enough to be like, we're behind, but it's not over. We can, we've done it against United, done it against Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. You guys but with Arsenal, if, if it's 2-1, it's shaky. The stadium's shaky. Yeah, Arsenal are trying to scratch oh, an 18-year itch. We've like done Arsenal everything as fans, but yeah, let's exactly. We've done so that's why it's helped you at the beginning. The start of the season, because you hadn't, you haven't won a title, like a Premier League title in ages, your fans were fully behind you, your team, you had that hunger. Now it's coming to the point of the season where it's like, right, it's getting a bit, I don't know, like tense, because it's been so long, it's almost playing the opposite way, where it's like, oh, are we going to win it? Like, we really want to win it. So every goal that we can see, it's like so massive, you know what I mean? Bro, if you look, if you watch a lot, if you watch a second half of these last two games, bro, no one's winning aerial duels. No one's winning second balls. That is because you need to fight to win your That's balls. Not bro. A fight thing. Yeah. It's not a fight. That thing. is fight. It's of a course, it's of, fight, bro. No, it's not. It's, it's a technical problem. It's a technical. Okay, cool. They're misplacing okay. passes which I've never seen them misplaced. I honestly okay, think it's like physical. Okay. Man. I don't I think it's a fact. Really That's a factor. Yeah, but if you're not, see, mm. if you're in, in your midfield, if you're not winning no duels, bro, and no second balls already. The momentum will shift to the opposition team, bro, because they're like, okay, these guys don't want the ball. You're telling me, like, if you play ball, bro, in midfield, if I, if if if, if my if my um if my opponent doesn't want to win the ball, bro, they're telling me they don't want it. All right, I'll take they're the ball then. Too hard. I'm gonna be the that's one controlling it. You get? But that's no, that's, yeah. I mean, that's one of the main things. That's one of the main things. No, bro. No, no, no. Cool. We technically we're good. Yes, we are good technically. Yeah, on our day we are. But the other side of the game, bro, you have to have it. If you watch City, not only are they technical and great on the ball, bro, they win every draw in that midfield, bro. Rodri, even Bernardo's getting stuck in KDB. They win every second ball, bro. They're relentless, bro, if you watch them. And that's you know the what side that, that we don't I, have. I think, I think part of that is because we know, bro, like, Pep, Pep's a genius, man. Pep, like, he, he's been benching KDB because his performance has not been perfect. He brings on Alvarez in that position, who's not a natural midfielder, but he plays a similar role. But KDB knows now he's got to try a million percent because even though he's De Bruyne, Alvarez can come in and play ahead of him. You know what I mean? With Arsenal, I don't think you have one the like variety in profiles to like come in and, and like displace certain guys like Vieira, whatever. I don't know enough about his game to say so, but I know he's more direct, whatever. So if Odegaard doesn't play massively stuck in and give a million percent and or have a good game just for any other reason, I don't think Arteta trust Vieira to come in and play. So then you I have agree. these guys who are are playing at this same pace. You can't switch things up in it. Um, and Pep Pep can think of new solutions to play guys out of position and still keep the dynamics. That only makes sense when you're three, four years down the line in your title domination. When Leicester won the league, when Liverpool won the league this time, they were so new in their ascent that it, w- it would never make sense to go, we need to drop players, they're going stale because 
when when it's going well for you and you're in that first hunt for that first league title you're you're going to keep your team exactly how it is because that's what's bringing you to the dance that kevin well, you do that yeah. for as long as it is working and if yeah. it's not working you need what well, the thing is, is we're talking about being against Pep's Man City, like in any other season, sort of like six, seven years ago, 80 whatever points will win you the league. But now you're, you're, because the margins are so fine, you need like 90. And then at that point, you can't, you can't drop these games to draws. You know what I mean? You need like to keep things fresh. You need players to play above what their natural like feeling or what their heart is saying. Like at this point of the season, you're tired. You can't make the right actions like you were doing early in the season. Someone has to come in or you need another solution or you, you need something to inspire them in that way. Well, listen. Uh, no, you're right. You're spitting. Hey. He rates your pen game still. <laughs> no, big man, dude. No, do you know why? It's true, though, bro. Because, bro, if you look at it, yeah, bro, just put yourself in old guard's position. I can have a stinker. I know I'm going to start next game because Fabio Vera is not on my level, bro. And yeah. Arteta knows that because it's not like older guard's been stinky and he's starting Vera next game. That's not been happening because you can see Vieira and Arteta don't really trust Vieira by even bringing him on sometimes. Well, listen, we've got a game coming up against Southampton, but for me and for every Arsenal fan, all eyes are firmly on our game at the Etihad. I won it 16th of April at the time of recording, 5-18. I want a score prediction and then, oh, and then I want a prediction of who's winning the league. Go for it. All right, shall I go? I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Lives is just wondering all the mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's long uh, now. It's long day in office. <laughs> Mate, go for it. I'll, I'll go Etihad. You know what? I'll go 2 2 nil City and we win the league. Just be, I'm a City fan. I have to back us, innit? Lives. So I'll just go I, City. I, for I, have to make two, I have to make two predictions. Okay, Lives. Well, it's a Saliba prediction there, uh, without Saliba. Yeah, Saliba, without Saliba. with Saliba. No, be my thing, is that real? <laughs> with Saliba, I, th- I think it'll be 2-2. I, I genuinely think we can get a draw there. If Saliba's back. If Saliba's not back, 3-1 City. And a consolation goal at the end. Yeah, I was going to go 3-1 as well, but I just thought... Uh, and, and, who to win the, and who to win the league, A1? Oh man, I've never been here, man. I've never been here. I'm twenty. I'm twenty two years old. It depends. It depends on that. That game is massive. I think it depends on that game. Really. Amir, don't save him from saying the words. He needs. Uh, yeah, I'm a he, good he, guy, man. In my heart, I'm a good guy. I don't ask fans to try and get on me, but I'm a good guy. Now, I think. I think if we get a draw, if we actually can get a draw, and don't get injuries, I think. I think we can still win the league, yeah. but. That's a big if. Nice. It's a big if. Because so, <laughs> it's Arsenal heritage, man. Every April. Every April. Oh, they call Gary Neville a madman. They call Gary Neville a madman. No, Gary Neville, Gary Neville, 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 Neville kills me. Because his, his, his tactical analysis nothing, is nothing. It's not there. His analysis heritage, is like, ah, vibe. He just says heritage, heritage. He says you want from a manager, you want fire, you want spirit. <laughs> that? And I think the man this was the back. This was the never gonna fail. I just don't think Arsenal can do it at the, at the highest level. What are you talking about? Well, who's winning it in Manchester? Like uh, that's it. He actually doesn't analyze anything. He's just on vibe. I, I like. You need some vibe there, man. He said after we beat United, we'll finish below them. Yeah. But that's what I knew. This guy is a hater. This guy <laughs> is what we call in the industry clap. 
Now, listen, Livs, we've, we've given you enough time to stall and wonder what abuse you're going to get on your Twitter meltdown for any opinion you give from this point forward. But talk to me. What do you think the well, score will be at the Etihad and who's going to win the Premier League? Um, I think if we, obviously, if we lose to Etihad, if we lose at Etihad, it's done, isn't it? You get, um, obviously, if we go there without Salim, <coughs> I'm, I'm saying that's a 3-1 loss. Um, if we go with Saliba, see maybe Nick a draw still. Maybe Nick a draw Actually, no, nah, you know, I've got pump now. Nah, if we got Saliba there, I think we could surprise them still. We could surprise them. If they're up for it, though. All right, listen, but, there's, a yeah, lot of, um, there's a lot of ifs, but I need I need some concrete. I need a prediction and I need... Uh, you, know what, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do. I'm going to go for 2-1 win if Saliba plays. Yeah, and everyone else plays. Yeah, if Saliba's not there, we're gonna lose three one, and City will go on and win the title. Interesting. Well, there's only one way to find out. Of course, we've got Southampton before that, but for every Arsenal fan, it's all eyes on the Etihad. I will be there. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm driving four hours up there to. <laughs> going up there, yeah. Yeah, to stress right. myself out. You might get around there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, at least. At least I'll have someone to console me if Saliba's not playing, you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> I'm dreading it, honestly. I'm dreading it, man. But listen, moving on to something slightly more... Let, 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 let's step away from the stresses of a title challenge and the burden of glorious responsibility. Let's go on to a little icebreaker. I'm really interested to find out about this. Uh, of course, for you guys listening, every episode we have an icebreaker where we rank teams or we discuss players... And this time is no different. We've got three elite centre-backs from the Premier League and I'm going to get the boys to rank them in the order from best to worst. Boys, are you ready? The names are Van Dijk, Vidic or Terry. What is this on though? Is this on Prime or is this on Longevity? I don't, give any, I don't give any extension. All I give is the names and then I let you guys do the rest. Van Dijk, Vidic or Terry? What have we got? I'm saying Van Dijk... Worst, then second Vidic. Whoa, yep, second Vidic, and John Terry number one. Listen, I can't like that. That, that, that answer is anti-ethnic, but fine. It's your opinion. But let's, 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 hey, 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 that's what I wanted you to say. But <laughs> it burns me. It burns me to say it. But John Terry is the best of a centre back to ever play in the Premier League. Big. Uh, John is one of the Johns. Oh, yeah. it, 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 it burns me. It burns me to say. It. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. But I can't lie. It's facts, though. JT's the goal of Premier League centre A1, what you got for me? He put he put Van Dyke as worst. He said Van Dyke, and then he said worst. I put Van Dyke worst. I, for me, Vidic is definitely bottom for me. I think Vidic. And then it's between Van Dyke and Terry. Now, I think Van Dyke, prime, for me, this guy is a perfect defender, in my opinion. Prime Van Dyke. Like, he can't do it. He's strong. He's tall. He can defend high line. He's good on the ball. He's, he, in, well, he used to engage. There was a time when Van Dyke used to engage very well. Um, John Terry. The thing about John Terry is that how good would John Terry be as a modern day high line centre back? Would he be? Would he cut? Very adaptable, you know. He could. Like, but John Terry wasn't the quickest. You know he could swing the ball both his feet. Like JT was very adaptable, bro. Like he was very, very underrated on the ball. Do you think if John Terry played like 
under Pep centre centre back free, like you know how we build in free, and then he's that yeah, middle yeah, guy. Yeah. I think he could probably do it. He could play in the middle for sure. Yeah. I think he's playing in the middle. I think he's yeah because Ruben Diaz even. That's he's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, like, I'm trying to he's not elite in terms of like profile a bit. But uh, A1, you let's you be real just... though. Yeah, the only reason I think the only reason why everyone's starting to rate Van Dyke yeah, is because um, in recent years this whole new like um, interest in ball playing centre back it's been influenced by Pep. But if you look at, but I think there's, Van Dijk, there's better ball play. There's better ball playing centre backs than Van Dyke. Like yeah, like, I would say there's definitely the a list there. So Van Dyke on the ball. You know, betting all of them on the ball. Do you get technically betting all of them on the ball? Like Van Dyke, unbelievable when it comes to that side of things. Do you get because people forget Van Dyke used to be a fullback. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't always a centre back. He was always like a wing back slash left back. Yeah. Vidic for me was a proper defender, no nonsense. Do you get? And for me, he was playing. Him and JT were playing in an era there was much better forwards, much better strikers than there are during Van Dyke's era. To get, I, I think agree. it's all relative, though. You know, I think it's all relative. You know that. So I think in like listen, like five years time, we're going to be talking about Aguero, Harry Kane, um, even like, the, like Diego Costa back in the day. That's about it, bro. No, no, Salamane, come on, man, Salamane. I agree with all of those, but these guys are playing like. We're in the era of like inside forwards. Give up like, Origi. Back then, yeah, back then there was big spaces, guys attacking the middle. And then... Yeah, that's true. You're, yeah, you're that's trying true. to like cover big spaces. So I I hear the argument for like... It's it's hard to compare because they're basically, they're playing like different styles completely. So I think you can just yeah, only compare hard. like... You can only compare compare like their quality for what they were doing really. I think like you can include passing and things like that because that's like a universal thing. But like... If one guy's elite at defending his box and one guy's elite defending the high line, I think like they're on similar-ish levels. Because then, depending on what no, system I, I think John Terry for sure is better than defending better at defending his box than Van Dijk. I, I I don't actually rate Van Dijk as much as a box defender. How much of the centre backs that you're naming? How much of their ability and their success as players was down to the partners that they had uh, on their side? So we, See, I think uh, Rio carried Vidic a bit, a bit, I think. Because Rio, for me, is the best in the Premier League ever. I think Rio is the best ever Premier League centre-back. Longevity, skill, defending his box, and even athleticism-wise as well. I think Rio is the complete package. I think, think Rio is the best. You think Rio's been, has been, be, has been better than JT for longer? Nah, no, no, but he has the longevity argument. Like Van Dyke from let's say as it like he's he's saying he's done it yeah, long enough to it. like say he has longevity. Yeah. But Van Dyke yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. has JT's done it for had, maybe JT, like four years. If, if you talk about longevity, JT's that's a department. I'll say JT's stronger, no? Yeah, he is. But I'm saying you know like how you have Van Dyke. He let's say yeah. from 2000 and let's say 17 to 2020, that is Virgil Van Dyke, yeah. So you can't really give him the longevity argument where he's been playing for this level, at this level for like six, seven years. Rio okay. has that. Yeah. JT what has that. Now, JT has more of it. Now, I think JT has more longevity than Rio, but Rio, yeah. you can say, has longevity, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100% like Rio actually, longevity, yeah. Rio has, that's what I'm saying. He actually has that. That's what I'm saying. He's the complete package. Isn't there an argument to say that 
what so what Van Dyke lacks in longevity, he makes up for in quality. So those three years, the level that he was operating at, where we're talking about mm. Ballon d'Or potential, where we're talking about not just being arguably the best defender in the world, <clears throat> being the best player in the world, doesn't that override the longevity of Ferdinand and Terry? You can't I don't do that, think so. I can't do that. I don't think he can. With Zinchenko, can we really say, oh, he's really the best left-back, one of the best left-back in Europe, when we look at his qualities and why we've been rating him is because of what he's been doing in midfield. Do you get it? We haven't been rating him for what he's been doing. Yeah, that's that, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. We've been rating him for what he's been doing in midfield. Do you get mm. We haven't been rating him for what he's been doing as a left-back. Because defensively, we can't say he's been one of the best. That's, that would be a lie. What Zin has been great at is, is his ability to control the game in midfield, to get control the whole tempo, you know, break lines, create stuff, make things happen for us. That's what has been his biggest strength for us. So then to be saying he's the best left-back when he, he hasn't really been elite defensively, it would be a lie. So it's that something similar to that, no? And Amir, you seem to be ducking and diving and kind of being a bit of a... You're not ducking and diving, but you've been a bit of a Busquets in this role without actually giving your opinion. So I'm going to need you to be a little bit less Busquets, a little bit more Iniesta, and tell us Van Dyke, Ferdinand, or Terry. I'm a six at heart. Um, right, <laughs> let's see. <sighs> I've, I rate players now nowadays more on like the three or four best years rather than longevity. The only time I take longevity into consideration is if like the game changed over that period of time. So then they've shown a new set of skill set or a new, a new set of qualities. Like I'll say, I rate longevity for like someone like David Silva because the league was completely different when he started to when when he left City. But when I'm talking about like just comparing players, I'll say like I go more on like peak few years. Yeah, I don't know my answer, so <laughs> I don't want to just man. say random names in it. Like Islamic. How many titles did Vidic win? He won so many. <laughs> <laughs> no, the well, thing Vidic, is, yeah, there's too yeah. much. There's too much context. That's 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 the problem. And but also, I've seen way more Van Dijk recently. Then I have seen Village recently. You know what I mean? I might just say anything, man. It doesn't really matter. Um, I'm prefacing this with saying, I don't know. And then I'm going to say, Village Van Dyke Terry. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But I'll just say that on like vibes, kind of. Honestly, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Vibes and vibes and inshallah on the no ratings podcast. Now listen, I mean it, it carries no, you a long way. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you that. Listen, going from the, the 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 top of the league and the top of football to the bottom, um, this year's uh, relegation battle has been crazy. There have been positions jumping up. People have been jumping up three or four positions just by gaining a single point. I wanted to talk to you guys a bit about that. <laughs> Who is staying up? Because listen, the cherries, Bournemouth. They have been cooking at the right time. Of course, an incredible win against Spurs as well. Talk to me about Bournemouth because earlier on in the season, it, it seemed like a foregone conclusion that they were definitely going to be playing in the championship next season. But it just feels like they, they, they're starting to arrive at the right time. I think now, I think after this weekend, I think a lot has narrowed down. I think Southampton are down. As much as I like sadly, sadly. the way they... Yeah, I think the, the way they play is... I actually like the way they play Southampton. They just have nothing in both boxes, unfortunately, and that's that's why they're gonna go down. Like, Maybe, yeah, like just a lack of a scorer. Really. When they go down, they'll be yeah. better off just playing for free kicks, man. When they go down, when they, when they go down, who's gonna sign Ward Prowse? Yeah. 
Oh, probably last in Villa or something like that, man. I'm going for Newcastle to go in for Ward Prowse. I don't think so. As I think they got enough. Um, yeah, they need runners. They need like yeah, their midfielders. They need runners. a winger. I think. I think Bournemouth are up. Uh, are going to stay up. I think after their result yesterday, three wins in their three yeah. wins in their last five has pulled them as has pulled them six yeah. points away from the bottom three, which is uh, talk Wolves about, as well. I, Wolves, have, uh, I think they've yeah, won Wolves as well. Wolves have done a great job. Yeah, West Ham have picked up uh, uh, six, seven, eight points in their last five as well. So it just seems like Leeds, Everton, Forest, Leicester and Southampton are going to fight amongst themselves here. Um, Leicester, surely, sure, is it time to now cancel the narrative that they're too good to go down and probably think about they probably are going down? They're still too good to go down, but I personally, I don't read Dean Smith. Yeah. Really, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't read him. And how much uh, of that, some Aston Villa guys are getting on to me for that. Yeah, how much of that appointment do you think is for in anticipation of Leicester going down, or do you genuinely think but that, that is that? That's what if that's, that's the rationale. That's one of that's the worst bad. decisions of all time. Like that is because because you just need to win. How many? Let's say if thirty five points or thirty six points. Mm, let's say thirty six points keeps you up. Leicester would need to win. I mean, that's a lot of the game still. They they need to win two three they need to win like three games and and draw one. I think like at, at that point like there's there's quality there. James Madison he actually came on and did his thing a little bit. They've got good wingers. They, their team is far better than than the teams that they're facing or the teams that they're losing to. I just personally don't like Dean Smith because I think at Norwich they could have but we switched our team and like we were just playing to like see out the game. But I, yeah. I genuinely think like. With Dean Smith at his at Aston Villa, he had amazing. He had Tammy Abraham, Grealish. He had like incredible quality, and I think like the player quality kind of carried him. Then at then in the Premier League, his tactics were were horrid. When when Grealish left, I think was it when Grealish left or when he had Grealish. All I remember is just before he got sacked, like his tactics were horrid. There was massive space. Yeah, when issues. Grealish left, when wasn't Grealish using left. his players properly, um, and then when he went to Norwich, he had a good Norwich side like mid-table for the quality of players that they have and the system that they were playing like they were really poor I, I'm not familiar with Brentford side he might have been good with Brentford but just generally like he's not a guy who I rate very highly so I, I don't think I, I wouldn't have had them going down now I have them going down with Southampton I think a lot of these relegation teams are actually playing pretty well and picking up results here and there like Bournemouth like um, almost went to Arsenal and won yeah like they they could have easily won that game. Sure. I think when you're looking at um like West Ham picked up points today, Everton always like on a Goodison they'll always be a difficult team to play against. But I think Leicester, I I think over the last ten games the two worst teams in the league, in Leicester and Chelsea. <laughs> like if, yeah. if Chelsea didn't yeah, pick up probably. those those points earlier on in the season. <laughs> They would be actually oh, be in trouble. Chelsea, like, Chelsea, 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 yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, 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 Chelsea yeah. are eleven points away from being in the bottom three, which shows you that you know thirty-nine points. They're, they're never in the conversation, even if they lose all their games, they'll, they'll be fine. Yeah, uh, that won't happen. But imagine, but they could end up down there. They could end up down there though, like fifteen. <laughs> so they are the worst. That is the worst like campaign any top Premier League. Team has ever had in my opinion. Bro, 600 mil, 600 mil. 
The guy, the guy saying money buys you success, bro. Sometimes seriousness and just being <laughs> just when you're unserious, it's hard to do things. <laughs> the funny thing is, Madrid's got the most assists for them in the league. Two. <laughs> oh, we have two. Oh. That's mad. I love it. As soon yeah. as you dropped that, I was like, that's my guy. Always looking out for them stats that summarize your haters. I love it. <laughs> so Southampton, Southampton and Leicester look nailed on to to go down, unfortunately, unless Leicester can start picking up some points from somewhere. But Madison, then, Ma- Madison, carry. That's, yeah, that's there. Of course. Madison, Madison carry job before yeah. being able to get... Like he'll, he'll look at the Leicester owners and go, listen, I've saved you from relegation. Let me go for 15 million. And don't, don't you know what? I have, I have a feeling they're just going to stay up. I, I think they will stay up. I think they just got too much quality in that team. I think that team cannot go down, in my opinion. Well, they can. They're but they just, look like they're, they just look so, like... Deflated, man. Even in in the, in the post match, like Madison was like, he looked like he was gonna cry. And you know, I, it was not I the think, same game; it was the one game I before think, that. Man. I think what could happen is that this Dean Smith might just tell these guys up front, just play just your play. game. Yeah, yeah. Play, okay. your, just play so. your game. Just play your game. Just give it everything, and they could just stay up because I think Forest, I think Forest, I think are gonna go down as well. Roy Hodgson, Hodgson's been absolutely Roy. cooking, and it just shows you as well that this management game is a ruthless game because you can be Patrick Vieira, you can be the leader of the culture club, young baller, world-class bringing in, and then literally a 97-year-old gets resurrected and then comes in and starts getting the team to ball out. Like, like you you couldn't have written that if you tried. And listen, my, my thing for me as well is if Nottingham Forest somehow managed to pip Everton and outsmart Everton and the results don't go Everton's way, we have a bottom three of Everton, Leicester... Southampton, would that be the best three <coughs> teams to ever be relegated in one season together? Southampton, Leicester, Everton. I think the yeah, quality probably. of the of the quality of the lower half teams is the best it's been. So by yeah, nature of that, yeah. it will be. Because I don't think I, I I think you could look at that Everton team, the Leicester team, and Southampton team, and I think in each of those teams you could look at three or four players at least that could play in the top six in each in, in, in each yeah you, you, they probably can yeah so wait, so, uh, who, wait, so who, in Ever- who in Everton can play in the top six oh na 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 yeah he probably can Pickford maybe Pickford prob- could probably start for Spurs for Spurs yeah it won't be the Wobby the could do it. Yo, a pot of Wobby yeah, left that's, that's, that's our guy. I know he would cut. That's, that's our brother. That's yeah, like, right. That's like you link him on the high road. Yeah, right. Don't do it. I don't like, want to see a Wobby ever again, mate. Uh, listen, so it will be. Nah, who could? Who could? Yeah, man, I can't lie. Leicester, I'll say Madison. Barnes. Madison. Yeah, Barnes. Ihe Tielemans. People like Tielemans. Of course he could. Tielemans play in the top six. I don't know about Ihe though. I right, Kalechi. Nah, yeah. And for who though? For who? For I'm thinking who in the top six? He wouldn't start for Arsenal. Tielemans. He wouldn't start, he for start for Spurs. Spurs. Spurs are there, man. Just give Spurs every, have got Harry Kane. No, but I'm saying, you know what? I always see Hinacho as like this, like light Second version of, of of Harry Kane. Yeah, like drop deep, spring the passes. He's oh. he's physically a bit limited though. Ian. No, I mean, maybe not start, but I would say back. like I would say. Can be signed for. I reckon Harvey Barnes would score more than Richarlison for Spurs. Oh, yeah, that's not hard. <laughs> <Richarlison> <laughs> that's not hard. Lives, lives, I'd back you to score more uh, for Spurs than Richarlison. Yeah, 
Hundred percent. I'm a better striker. Hey. I'm never playing for Spurs. No disrespect to my my Brazilian never, Hey, I'm a better striker, but I'm never playing for Spurs. Never. <laughs> but, but I'm that's cap, though. That's 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 cap. If they offered you like fifty k a week, you're playing for Spurs. I'm not. I'm not. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. Lives, don't do this. Lives, you don't need to do this. I can't live with myself. I wouldn't live with myself. I'm sorry, man. I swear down. Hey, I'm sitting on the table now. You get me a contract. I'm not doing it. Listen, listen. I'll find another way. Lives, you wouldn't have to live with yourself. I'll find another way. Listen, Lives, you wouldn't have to live with yourself. You can buy a big yard. You can move in all your bedrooms, all your family. Listen, money means nothing, bro. I'm a man of my principles, my values. I stick to them. Do you get? I always so they find all say yeah, I read that. I read that. Bring me the contract right now. I mean, of course you can write that, mate. Nice one, Gizak. Bring me the contract right now. I'm like, I don't want it. Take it away. I'll find right. another way, bro. That's uh, what real winners do. You find ways. A1, that, that's, that, that's an interesting one. So that brings me on to you that's then. So if Spurs come, not 50K, if Spurs come and say 10 bagaloons a week, Pound sterling, three in Bitcoin if you want. Oh, two bags. Yeah, I'm that, there. Man United. Let's go. Ten. Listen, yeah, my I'm, chest. I'm, I'm there, man. I'm there, but look, my family's set for life. I'm set for life. No matter what, like, I will like, be there. No matter what. No matter what. Imagine, imagine way, I turn that down. Imagine I turn that down and I tell my. Yeah, yo, yo, I like this. You always find a way, <laughs> Andrew, You know, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I, I see the vision. You know. There's so many like, ways, I got bro. Faith, yeah, I rate that. I rate that. Tottenham is not the like, end of the There is a way. <laughs> you're getting told if there's no other way. Yeah, no other team offers you. Listen, there's always a way, bro. Lives, you know what's gassing me up here? What's gassing me up is that you're 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 getting. Not only are you not signing the contract, but generally there's something inside you that is like, oh yeah, because realistically, if I sign, then I could get a game as well, and I don't want to do that, bro. So are you not even open up to the fact of? Signing on their payroll. Bro, he's on their he's on their contract, bro. That's crazy. I don't want I don't want to be wearing no Spurs merch. Yeah, I don't want to be paid by Spurs. I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> nothing to do with them. Absolutely. That's my goal, bro. I rate that. Uh, let, let, let me test the question. If it was United, what would you do? United, yeah. Oh, I'm much more closer to like say no to anything United related. Maybe it's just because of who I grew up with. Let me tell you something. You see with Man United and Arsenal, our fan base, yeah, we might hate each other and buzz on each other, yeah, for bans. But one thing with Arsenal, Man United, that there always will be, there will always be respect. Mm. Always. The Mm. heritage. You get? The heritage is the heritage. You see Spurs? There's no respect, bro. They will look at me in the face and tell me to F off back to Willich, North London is ours. That's what they will do, bro. You get? They will make so much noise in a North London derby at the lane before the game, but they won't even do that for a protest to get their owners out. <laughs> like, Listen, he is... Uh, guys, do you understand what's happening here? Lives is literally imagining what would happen if... That's what I was going right, to say. Lives, right, Lives, you're on, mate. Yeah, you're going to play on the right. Yeah, North London derby. Yeah, get on there, son. Make an impact. He's going to be like... Honestly, gonna honestly, be I'll be telling the players, right, guys, guys. I'm like, guys, I want you to win. Just take the ball from me, yeah? Come <laughs> <laughs> on, trick it. That's what he's going to do. Zero touches. He's throwing a goal, yeah, and he turns back and he hits one. He hits like a 50-yard pass all the way to Gabriel James. <laughs> no, no, do you know what I'll do? Do you know what I'll do, yeah? You know when it's a corner? If it's a corner to Arsenal now, yeah, and I'm trying to defend in my box, 
I'll try and do, you know, I'll try and you do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, this what me, me. I'll be like, this me. <laughs> you're gonna tell the ref, go. I think you need to go VAR. Go to the monitor. Go to the monitor. I, swear, <laughs> yeah, the I get caught on VAR. And listen, listen, listen. Ref goes, ref goes, no pen, and Lives runs up to him. Ref, ref, are you sure? You don't want to get this wrong. I bought it, ref. Ref, you don't want to get this wrong. I'm gonna be on to you on socials, man. Now listen, he's gonna I'll just get myself set free to go to the monitor. He's gonna, he's gonna push the referee. No, no, stop. He's, he's gonna tell the referee, "Yo, go to the monitor, check." check. Rez is bare looking at him, wanting like this. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. The ref is insisting that he doesn't have time to go to the monitor, and Lives goes, "I've got one here. I've got the stream here. <laughs> I've got the stream." Ref, look, bro. <laughs> All right, Umir, is there any team in world football that you would refuse to play for? Uh. No, Burnley. Really? I wouldn't. Stockport, Burnley. Show me no, the money. <laughs> Yo, you know what? Look, I want to be a coach. If Man United offer me the job, the request is on my on my jacket. I say, actually, you know what? No, no, I've been I've been converted. Lives your speech. Anything? You know what? We, what, what were you saying? You're 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 lying. Your bar, bro. You were saying what, if something will work out. Whatever. We'll yeah, make a way. Well, you know what? The line influenced him so much he couldn't remember it. He was like, I lives, what was that line that you said the No, I need it, I need I need to write it down or something. You always man. find a way you create lanes yeah. for yourself. You Yo, you're in charge of your bro. destiny. Yes, yes that's it, bro. For real. The world you is your own. No, I'm winning the championship with my city. Facts, facts. That is cold. So you know what? Scrap all that man United Jack. I'm not wearing that. Man City, they're calling my name. That's it. <laughs> right, he went from he went from the badge on my chest to I clocked it. You know what I mean? Went... That, that one line it, it converted me. It made me snap out of whatever delusion I was in for a minute. Lives, you know what you do after? You see what Pogba did when he done this in the World Cup? He went, he went, he went. <laughs> yeah. That's it, bro. That is it. I love it. I love it. A1, is there any team in the world you would refuse to pay for, uh, play for? Let's say, listen, let's forget 10 bags. Let's be reasonable. Let's let's even say a bag a week. Let's let's say, is there a team that you go, no, I'm not on that? Bag a week. How much is that in a year? 52 no, 52 a year. bags. Ah, no, no. There's, there's a lot of teams I would say no to for that. Actually. Wow. All right, go on. No, I'll definitely United. I can't lie. You just United. There's something like if I'm if I'm playing for United, I'm representing Devils. I'm representing the Red Devils. Imagine the <laughs> legends that have come that's up. Crazy. That, that's crazy. I'm, I'm look at the okay. I shouldn't be saying this during Ramadan, but look at the look at the guys that I played for that club. The legends <laughs> of that club and their history, and I'm representing them. I was nervous yeah. where you were going with this. I can't lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn it down a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, I clocked, I clocked. I, 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 I tried to get sin, but... <laughs> Mashallah. That club, and then... Um, what was it? Spurs, yeah. 52 bags. That's not life-changing money, if that makes sense. Yeah. Listen... That's not life-changing listen, money. Listen, we've all gone... We've all gone from show me the contract and give me the pen to... I'm not signing for anyone. Yeah, there's a wiggy, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. I like it, Lives. I like I it. I like it. L- listen, uh, Umir, you want to go into coaching? Listen, uh, you you might have to get Lives in your backroom staff, bro. I can't lie, bro. That that motivational talk, man, like movie, there, yeah. in it. Listen, no, no, no complacency. 
as a footballer, yeah, my whole life playing, whether it was in the school football team, whether it was Sunday league, I was always a leader. Always. Yeah. Leader, it won't leave me now. Incredible. So, yeah, Incredible. if you're ever looking for some backroom stuff, give me a shout. Incredible vibe. <laughs> Incredible vibe. Hey, Amir's going to need you when he's playing football manager. He's going to say, like, I don't know if you're about because you just come actually, I've only played football manager once and I signed El Neni with Man City and he got he got Man of the Match in the community. What shield, a so. legend. What a legend. I love El Neni. I love El Neni as well. I've seen the guy as well. I've had the most one time. I couldn't good guy, Allah, man. He's a good guy. I couldn't disturb him. He's actually He's one guy. Anytime he gets new deals, I just got to say, yeah, say nothing. You say he's the longest serving Arsenal player on their books right now. I have to act like yeah, it just didn't happen, but say that in He's a hopeless brother, man. Just keep him around. My favorite my favorite El Nenny stat is that I am in the Arsenal All or Nothing documentary more times than Mohamed El Nenny. Hey, yeah. How many times is he in there? Like once? Four. I'm, I'm in there four. And then... What about uh, him? Once? Was it once I've seen oh, him? I want to say once. One and a half, maybe. Actually, oh, the only man. time he's in there when um, Holden's telling him about the whole Oba situation, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah I remember that, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what that means and I don't know what that suggests about me or El Nenny, but I, I will continue to spread that fact, you know, because it's not <laughs> every day you make more appearances than a, a elite footballer in the documentary, yeah. I mean, to 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 to. I mean, this has been an incredible tangent. I can't like this might be the best segment in no ratings pod history. But uh, I want I want to just end on that relegation battle. Give me the three teams you think are going down this season. Amir, go for it. Southampton, Leicester, and um... <laughs> even Nottingham or Leeds. Um, even nothing. I'd say, I'd say the bottom three now. That's a lazy. It's a lazy take, but I'd say the bottom three now. But I think you, you seem very comfortable sitting on that fence. You you enjoy it. Is it, I mean, you can. You feel I'm cool. saying definitely Southampton and Leicester. Southampton saying Leicester. I don't think that's sitting on the fence either. Okay. But I'd say Leeds or Nottingham. Oh, I don't know who. Though. We're gonna need one. I'll go Nottingham. Nice. Because Leeds have my boy Jack Harrison and. Lives, lives, go for me. Show, show me how it's done. You're no, no fences I'll around say, here. I'm saying Southampton, Leicester, and Everton. A one. Mm. I'm going Southampton, Forest, and Leeds. I think Leicester will just survive. Interesting. We'll see how that plays out. Moving on to uh, the next section of the no ratings pod. Um, we've got a bit of European flavour. We're leaving the Premier League and going across the continent right now. I'm gonna per, I'm gonna propose a statement to you guys, and then I want you guys to let rip. So uh, A1, I'm gonna open up the floor with you. Once I've once I've said this statement, I'm gonna let you do your thing, and then after that, I'm just gonna hear what you guys have to say. So Iron Robin has been getting a lot of slander this week online on the timeline. There's been a lot of debate about you know, what level he is and was he really good? Was he a one-trick pony? I want to know what table of wingers does Iron Robin sit on? Is he up there with the elite or is he is he just off that real top level all-time wingers? Talk to me, A1. Mm. How many tables are there? <laughs> well, this is the that's question. A, that's a, that's... Okay. Um, 
because Iron, Iron Robin's numbers aren't that amazing. So, um, I'm, I'm gonna put him on the if there's a A star, A B C category, I'll put him on the A category. So, uh, so intro, so just for context, then who, what, what is an A star winger? N name me some A star wingers. All of you can do that. A star. A -star. Winger. Well, like legends. Does Messi, does, does Messi count? Neymar. Let, let, let's leave Neymar. Yeah, yeah. Let's leave, yeah, yeah, let's Neymar, leave Messi and Ronaldo one. out of this. All right. So Neymar is an A star, yeah. Yeah, Neymar. Is, Absolutely. Neymar's up there. Okay, and done. I think Iron Robin is on the tier below Neymar. Right. So he doesn't get into that. He's definitely not. He's definitely not on on Neymar's level. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the table below. You know the Gareth Bale's. The um, Gareth Bale is below Neymar. Yeah, I think I think Gareth Bale is below Neymar, but I I don't know if Gareth Bale would be on Robin's. All right, so that wait, so that's then. Gareth Bale and Robin are definitely on the same table. If anything, so by that argument to put in, yeah, there's an argument to put in why Robin's better. For me, Robin's one of the best. Yeah, for me, Robin's one of the best ever wingers I've ever seen. All right, so so then then we have to exclude Neymar from the debate as well because you guys haven't given me anyone that matches the Neymar table. Then so so Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo are off the table. Yeah, for Where me, is... this is the main table. I right, cool. This is other than them. This is for me the same ta the table. Yeah, there's a Neymar table. Yeah, which includes him, Robin, um, Bale, um, Ribery. Wait, yeah, I was gonna say Ribery. Um, Ribery, Hazard. I want to put Hazard. Yeah, you have to put him in there. I think Hazard's. I think Hazard's better than Robin. Don't think so. I'll be real. You know, it is Hazard ain't done. No, nah, no, nah, there's, there's a debate for it. There's, a, there's definitely a debate for it. I think that's see Hazard. He ain't done it in Europe. Right. That's there the thing with Hazard. He ain't done yeah, it in Europe. That's, a, that's, a that's what that kills Hazard. In the in like. Well, Europe, Europe has in Champions League. Huh? Yeah, Hazard's never done in the Champions. League. He's never done anything in the Champions League, bro. He's done at the World Cup. I think he was actually the best player at the World Cup. Not. Yeah, but look, one, Robin. Obviously. Robin had a great World Cup too. That's true. Robin's been to the final. Robin had yeah, Robin had a career. Yeah, Robin's had two. Yeah, Robin's had two. Yeah, get. Um, mm, in terms of pedigree, there. but in terms of pure quality, I think yeah, Hazard I, I, is. I'm talking about just them as pure footballers. What I see in performance. Pure like quality, you can't knock Hazard. Man, that guy was. No, hundred percent. Hazard, technically unbelievable footballer. And, and his game, like back to goal, dropping into midfield. Hazard was like... a complete player, man. He could do everything. That guy, man. He can right. even play Force Nine. <laughs> like he could play. He, he actually yeah. did play Force Nine. Yeah, yeah. But isn't, yeah. But isn't there He's something? Just... Hazard, for me, Hazard is a legend. I'll be real, but I feel like I just feel like in Europe, man, he never really got to do it, man. For me, like he just. This, this is where this is where Robin. I have a question, CV, by the way. This is where Robin's CV and longevity needs to hold weight against Hazard. But I don't. Yeah, I don't include. I don't like those two metrics that much in my so I think my decision like my rankings are always going to be a bit different to people okay because I don't love like trophy talk and all that kind of stuff I think that's like depending yeah, trophy on the trophy talk like, you have to talk about context though because I think Hazard was in like his his value that to the team that won trophies yeah yeah Robin and I have a question where, where, I have a question where'd you, where'd you put where'd you put Mares in the conversation if you consider his he's, he's, he's like he's like way before that way below that we think he's way Ma below. Mares, Mares yeah, is like sitting. Yeah. no, nah, but Mares for me, he's, he's not sitting in them as table, bro. I'll say the table he's sitting Wait. in is like Mane. You've got Sadio Mane. Um, 
probably Leroy Sane. Um, so I, I think Sane's not not on that table. I would say Mane and Mares. I don't are think up there. Table, I, I think Sane and Mares are definitely on the same table. No, no I don't think so. I think no Mares is Mares has done a lot. You know more what I think? Mares, Af- Afcon, Leicester title, like he's done it at City a couple of years as well. Like his levels that he reached he's at Leicester, a, yeah. and and the trophy that he won at international level, like it's. Who would you say was a better winger? And he's won the Champions League and he's won the Premier League. He's, he's, he's done that. Sadio Mane's done that. I, I rate yeah. Sadio Mane and Mahrez really highly. I think Sane is a top winger in the in the current game, but I don't I wouldn't put him on any like legendary or time conversations, anything like that. Okay, but if you look at Mahrez, yeah, yeah, cool. He won the league at, at Leicester, yeah, cool. He's come um, Liverpool um, and he's come City. It took him what, a bit of while to get settled in, would you say? Yeah, yeah, but that's what yeah, cool. First season, yeah, first season, yeah. Yeah, like a season or two to get um, settled in, yeah? yeah? What would you say has been his best season at City so far? Mm. The, the season when we went to the Champions League final. The, the season when we went to the Champions so, League final. So, 2020, 2021? Yeah. He was clutch. He was coming clutch. But that's the only... What would you say? That's 2021, the only... that's when he... Led them to the Champions League final, no? He scored. So would you he say was that's the main the only... guy in the Champions League run. Would you say that's the only top um, season he's had at City? I say it's, it's difficult when you're assessing players at City because yeah, their to... quality is it's like, it's, except for a select few, the quality is like spread out a lot. So you can't see a guy and say like, oh, they're the best guy, they're the best guy. Like their quality fits into the, into the system. When he was the main man, you he took that, Leicester. You see to that the elite team. level though. You see that elite level that he showed when he won the title at Leicester, how many seasons has he showed that level? I think he's still he's the same quality He's not given that level player. of freedom, though. Yeah, he's still he's that, same that same quality same level player. of freedom. So then it's about, like, legacy almost. But I think if I'm judging him pure quality, like, his pure quality is one of the best I've seen at his best. At Leicester... Man, yeah, I think... Yeah. He was oh, the main... Okay, like, at good. Leicester, he was the main source of creation, let's just say. Like yeah. they would look to him Imagine to like well. make it happen to get creating, yeah. and also what he what he also brought to the team was he could he could bring goals to get. Not only was he just a um a, a creative winger, but he could also score goals. So that kind of gave him that that talisman tag at Leicester. Where the way I think see, about it is like, are there any other wingers, or which other wingers could have a season like that? Very, I think it's a small, small handful. Depends, man. It all depends on the team that you're in. You get the system that's playing. But I'm saying, if you put them in that Leicester team, oh yeah, but yeah, true. Some players are better just playing in a position site, whatever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and when he went City, it's like they didn't really need his creative side of things. You get because they had guys that it was a a different style that that City played. Yeah, you had KDB there. You had KDB there. You had Bernardo there. Um, Was David Silva still there when he came? Yeah, David Silva yeah. still there, isn't it? Yeah, so David Silva still there. So these are guys that already can control the game. They can create to get, and then he had Aguero there to get goals. There will be Sterling that will be scoring goals. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. he he wasn't kind of needed, but what he kind of helped with was just making sure everything is running smooth. If he can get a goal here and then, he'll go and score to get. But he wasn't the main character that he needs to be. Some players need to be that main character. Do you get? Yeah. To in the Champions League, I'll say he was the main character. But over, yeah, other than that, he sort of just yeah. part he of He turned the, up. In the, the Champions League, he turned up. He showed. That's when he showed, look, I'm a big 
asset to this team, and that's why he's still here, bro. Yeah. Because you know how City, you know how City get. If you're not bringing nothing to the team, you're getting shipped. Yeah. Unless you're happy with just no minutes. Yeah. So we're speaking about wingers, and obviously you you guys are reluctant to put Robin really at that like high table. There seems to be a lot more discussion of wingers that you prefer. It brings me back to like Robin's like showtime capability. Sometimes we've got to forget the true essence of football and we've just got to go back to vibes as well. When we're talking about box office football, Robin was a box office footballer. You know, when you were cutting in, you were getting that 30 yard, that 25 yard top bin screamer. And that, that just, that, that, that leads me to think about all these players that we're mentioning. What was their box office trait? So Robin, it was undoubtedly cutting in and smashing it top bins whenever he wanted. When we're talking about Mares, what do you reckon his box office trait is? Does he have it's one? the same thing. People were, were comparing him to, to Robin at parts of his career as well. It's just like cutting, step over, step over, cutting, curl, far, far post. Mares was great with both his feet. Like, he could lick it with his left foot, his right foot. Like, he was just a great striker at the ball. What's me? Gareth, what's Gareth Bale's box office? Gareth Bale's had a... a Kick like, and a, run. Yeah, yeah. Just, 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 run and he could just, just strike a ball. Long shot, yeah. What's Eden Hazard? PMP. What's Eden Hazard's box office trait? Just you know what control. It's, that, it's that playing back to goal. Head. He gets the ball back to goal and he does that spin. The yeah, bundle, the low center gravity that he got. Yeah, the low thing, and then he spins around. Spaces to get yeah. in and out. Yeah. Like he's just great at what he does. He'll like to take on defenders. He'll use the little spaces One, two's between with the nine. And he'll use his body well, Jaquette. So, mm, it's, see yeah. how Saka, how Saka uses his body well. He's got that low center of gravity. He looks for the little space in between defenders and he'll drive through it. Hazard will do that, but in a in a more aesthetically pleasing way, Jaquette. And also more um, centrally. Uh, so, uh, more, like, he's more comfortable playing, doing all that centrally as well. Yeah. Because naturally, if you watch Hazard play, he's actual, like, he, he's a 10. He's an actual natural number 10. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that is but some interesting takes there about elite wingers on the no ratings pod we're finishing up with something tasty here of course it would be stupid of us to complete a podcast without talking about the crunch time in the champions league i want to get your guys champions league predictions inter of course two nil up against benfica heading back to the san zero for the second leg milan with a one nil lead but a big challenge as they go to the stadio maradona against the runaway scudetto leaders um, is there going to be an all Milan semi final? Talk to me, guys. Ooh, I, so. I, like, I, I, I don't so. think so. I think I think Inter are going through, yeah. But I think Napoli second leg with with um Ozzyman back, him and Cavara are going to be cooking still. Oh, don't and be that guy, good. man. What, what, why yeah, are you I, speaking against the all Milan Champions League semi final? Why are you talking just, against them? I'm just saying, I'll be rude. Napoli this season have been very good, bro. You get, um, I've been a big fan of Cavara and Ozzyman and what they man have been doing. I think they've got something still, and I feel like it's kind of like matchups them... though. Like, do you know how how we in in twenty seventeen eighteen we City ran away with the league and then Liverpool had our number. It kind of feels a little bit like that with Napoli and. I, and I watched Milan quite often, right? well. so, No, no, I, I watched Milan quite often, right? So, like Napoli have like really struggled against Milan like really mm. struggled it's three times now yeah, they have. where I think in the league at home they beat Milan at the San Siro but they should not have won that game like, they got very badly outplayed that game um, the other week when they lost 4-0 pff, 
they got to play the game, but that was like they're kind of taking their foot off the gas in it because they they basically won the league. Yeah. And last week they lost. Well, I think that game was strange though because I think it was a great move though. The problem here is that goal that turn by the problem Brahim here Diaz. is Osimhen yeah, is back. But that that turn from Brahim it has Diaz. Some next striker there, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Hmm? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying they didn't even play a strike that game. They played false nine and they they looked they were toothless. So Milan should have tried to kill it last yeah. week. They should have tried to kill the game, especially Napoli went down to ten men. They didn't. So now um, a- Osimhen's back. A one makes an Osimhen. Yeah, so A one, you're making an interesting point. Lives, you're saying that you expect Napoli to turn it around, and if they do, it will be the first time in Champions League history that AC Milan have lost to an Italian side. They have never yeah, they are un- they are undefeated against their domestic rivals in the tournament. I want to ask you guys before we get onto the other side of the draw, how much does heritage play a part in getting through in these stages of the Champions League because Napoli are coming in you can believe more than you can believe. Yeah, and <laughs> AC Milan are coming in with the, the most heritage. Umir, you're saying more than you believe. Bro, it's because I've seen it with City, man. Like, it's taken 10, 10 years for us to become, like, serious Champions League, like, comfortable in the Champions League. And, like, even when we've had really great teams, we've only thrived when we've had, like, like winners. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a fine margin competition. Like, one moment can, can win or lose you the game. What I like about Milan is, like, their defensive, like, tenacity. You know what I mean? Like, I think, um, like, they're, they're holding midfielders... Obviously, Mainan as well now. Like they've got good quality in their defensive like third. Osimhen is a massive like plus in that regard, and I think like Napoli playing a bit more free uh, in their attack like benefits them. But I think like if you feel like you belong on that stage, or if you've grown up watching players that feel like they belong on that stage, you're more naturally inclined to like perform on on these levels. Um. Obviously, it's a final competition. Like, Napoli have been better this season. They can always do it. But, like, I think having that arrogance, like, Real Madrid have the arrogance. Like, in the league, they'll perform poorly. But in the in the Champions League, they'll have the arrogance, the heritage. Um, like we deserve to be there. And they, they won't shy away from that stage. So, I think, like, it, it really matters, man. And uh, uh, I think it's, it's, it's too hard to call, I'll be honest. I, I, me, personally, I think if, if Milan play, like they did against Spurs, away from home, then I think... I think they, they will go through. I think they will go through because they played out very well that day and they should have won the game like 2-3-0. Well, it's, it's, but, it's, it's, gonna, it's not straightforward. You think Milan played good against Spurs away? On the, in the away leg, yeah. Like, in they, terms they, of they, playing they, out. Yeah, I thought they both stank that up. I'll be real at the lane. I felt like just I, I both teams were mad. Were just... I felt like it was a mid-off. That was crazy, bro. The left <laughs> a mid-off? Who can be more mid? No, nah, it was a mid-off. I'll be Bro, they were both but they're, the they're thing is, in though. the context of the game, though, they just tried to just get out of there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Milan solid when defensively they, yeah. and just get out and go go through. There was no urgency for them to have to take it to Spurs. And also, Leal, in my opinion, in my opinion, Leal, much better player than Cavara. Much better player. Leal is better than Cavara by quite a bit, in my opinion. Like but do you know what it is? You know, they, they, they're actually different players, though. Like, if you watch them play, they're kind of different. Like, Leal's proven many times that he can carry an attack. Leal's a fool. Carry though. it by himself. 
Like Kavara, in my opinion, without Osimen, yeah, Osimen is the main man at Napoli. Like he's the main guy. Like without Osimen, they're very toothless up front. The no, but Kavara, see Kavara, he's not a forward, isn't it? Whereas he's more he of a, like a, he's not. He's a he's like a wide man ten. He's but like they a both 10. come off. Uh, they both come off. I hear that. Team. You know, I I hear that. And he's they're a creative goal, right? outlet. If Kavara's game is all about his creative outlet. He's never won. Liao, in my opinion, creates just as much as Kavara. No, but Liao, no, but Liao's role is Liao's trying to ball. be the guy who finishes them. Yeah, being on the ball, That's running at defenders. Running he does that. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. He can do That's that as well. Yeah. He's an inside forward. He's a guy that you can play him in up front, and you can play him out wide. And he's a guy that wants to be on the ball, beat him man for pace to get. Whereas the thing Kavara, is, I, ha- I think you have you have to look at both of their strike partners as in. Who is Liao playing with as their nine, and, and who is Kavara playing with as his nine? You know what I mean? It's like they're oh, different. Yeah. Kavara is too elite, nine. bro. I swear down, he's too elite, bro. The guy, if you watch the guy, his mind, nah, his football top, brain, top. his football he's, brain is different, bro. It's, I can't like, it's on a different level to um, Kavara, um to Liao's. His his mind, the passes he sees, the things he sees on the pitch, bro, is just different to Liao. Be real. If anything, they can play together. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I don't can. know. Kavara can't play on the right. Kavara can't no, play on the right. No, nah, he's on the left. Kavara on the left. And, and then Liao, and Liao can play in the middle. No, I don't think Liao could play on the right. Liao's in the middle. He's there. I think he's angled. I'd prefer him said. off the left. Though. It's like similar to like Rashford. Like Rashford. people said, yeah, Rashford. Rashford. Yeah. I, I, that yeah, run, even like Mbappe as well. Like that run in from the left is like where they're able to exploit the, the opposition. That's what they do, though. Guys like him and Rashford, though, they they they'll start even Henri to do that. They'll be on the left and they'll come inside in the middle. That's just their game. But they need. I think they need to start on the left for that to. For but Henri's hold up play was was different levels, man. Yeah, like, but bro, yeah. they're always gonna yeah. occupy them areas there, out wide. Even like Arsenal here. Yeah? Look at Martinelli. They'll start on the left, come through in the middle, occupy them spaces. To get there's times Jesus. You even saw it today. Times Jesus went out wide on the left. Then he'll come in the middle. They're always gonna occupy them spaces, bro. Like being a forward, there's no way as a forward they're just gonna stay in that same space. Unless you're a big striker and you're your target man, and your main role is just to hold up play and get the wide man in between to get get them in behind. You get what I'm saying, bro? So so talk so talk mm. to me then at this stadium, Maradona, Milan one nil uh, up against Napoli going into the game. Give me a score prediction for that game. I'm saying two one Napoli, innit? That goes to extra time. Oh, sorry, yeah, that goes extra time. I need that. I need that. I yeah. need that. You know what? You know what? I'll I have a feeling that could happen. I'll say three one. I'll say three one Napoli. Wow, convincing win. I'm going. Osman too. Now because Kamara I think one. Napoli have to. They, their main defender is out as well. He's suspended. That Kim. Kim and Jay. Kim and Jay. Yeah, Kim and Jay. He's he's out of that game. Oh. So, Ooh. So. That I'm going. I'm going one one. I'm going one one. I like it. I like oh, it. No, that's kind of change everything. Hey, one, I like what you're doing there. Mm. Kim I'm and here. Jay's out. I didn't even know that. Oh my god, yeah. that's a game changer. He's been massive for them. Yeah, he's a good defender, that guy. Yeah, Umir, he's you're, solid. Amir, you're, you're like plotting. I can see you playing with your chin there. You're like like an even. <laughs> I, I want to go two one as well, but then it, it does go. Yeah, so you can go, go two one, one, and then who? Well, who, who penalty. Get it done in extra time. Penalty. I'm saying I'm saying two one. Milan penalties. Yeah, actually, you no, know what? Two, yeah, I'm going for Italian football heritage here. This is going to be a classic, 
classic tactical defensive grind out game. And it's going to be yeah. like, like Napoli. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'd love. I'd love two on extra time Origi winner. Oh. You know what I mean? I, I, I'd love that. Da, 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 I know. I know. Horrendous. Oh, yeah, and the, he's, got, <laughs> he's got a moment in the movies. And listen, we're focusing on one half of Milan. We've got another half of Milan as well. A, con- a somewhat, in the end, convincing win against high flying Benfica, although Benfica did have a lot of players missing for that game. Milan taking a 2 0 lead. Oh, sorry. Inter Milan taking a 2 0 lead back to the San Siro. Is the game pretty much wrapped up? Um, uh, Inter. Mm-hmm. I think it's done. I think it's done, man. I don't see Benfica scoring three goals unless Inter. We can have what it uh, takes. I mean, if they can get an early one at the San Siro, does that change anything? Take it to try and push for another, take it to extra time? But see, with Inter, because they're like naturally a def- they're, they're a defensive team, you know, they've got a good defensive structure of a team. They don't need to score to mm. get. So they can easily just mm. pot them up the whole game and just hit Benfica on the counter. Benfica going to be the ones chasing for the goals. So when they're for like fullbacks and that get high, Inter can punish them on the break. But I just, I just don't think I just don't think Inter have been flowing like that. They've been such a disjointed team. Like there's a there's a there's a reason why they're fifth in Syria. There's a reason why they've lost four out of their last five in the league. I don't. I, whereas Benfica are high flying. If they if they can get their players back for this return leg in three t- three days time, I feel like they're a much more cohesive and drilled team. I feel like they've got much more clear game plan, and I feel like. Of course, Joao Mario is having the season of his life as well. I uh, I just think if they can get a goal, they can cause some trouble. But I'm I'm all about the narrative. So any, as long as Mil- Inter Milan get through and then Milan get through on the other side, I'm 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 a happy buddy for sure. But what are your score predictions for Inter versus Benfica? I'll say two one Inter. He just got. He, he wasn't even that bothered. He was like, yeah, just take it in it. Two one Inter in it. What? Yeah, I got cheeky little one one. Cheeky little. Stick a five on that. A one. <laughs> See, everyone before this, 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 like this round happened, was telling me how good Benfica were. Now I've never, I've not watched them. Sure, that's why I went uh, one one. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just, I just know, I just know. Everyone's telling me though they're really good team and stuff. So you know what? I have, I have a feeling they might, they might do something. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say two one Benfica. But I think they take it to two nil Benfica. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. So that's one half of the um, the the table drawn up, and on the other side, some heavyweight clashes. What is going down in Munich? Are we going to see a Bayern Munich remontada, or is uh, our city going to get it done? See, I'm definitely getting it done. Nathan Aki clamps. Yeah, I trust our defense these days. Man, I, I'm not joking. He's a rival player. I love Nathan Ake, man. Serious player, bro. I, I can't I, believe, I, bro. I he's a player who's made me change my opinion on the most. I'll say, like, I ha- hold my hands up. I'll say, this guy, what a player, man. Honestly. I love so Nathan. So, listen, you don't, you don't think the Premier League he schedule... He never gets beat 1v1. Yeah, you don't, Ever. You, don't think, okay. you don't think the Premier League schedule and the fact that they're 3-0 up will lead uh, Pep to maybe tinker things and do that thing that Pep no does in the way. later stages of the Champions League? No way. I don't We're see Ryan school. Guys, bro. There's no way Bayern are scoring goals. It's easy if they on the weekend. But listen, listen, to. that game wasn't as comfortable as as the scoreline suggests. It wasn't like one of those. I I, I agree, but I think because we have that buffer, 
we'll, we'll manage the game well. Do you reckon it's going to be more a case of like a, a professional performance from City rather than City really trying to step on Bayern's neck and finish the job off? Do you reckon they're just going to try and keep Bayern at arm's length? I think we're just going to try to play our game like how we did last time. Like It's almost like a puncher's like opening few rounds it's in it, like a, a boxing match in the first like 10, 20. And then we have Haaland in it. I think like with Haaland, like, you always have the chance just to like, you're such a big threat on the counter. Like I'm hoping we just manage the game in midfield, put pressure on them. And then if they do try and put some pressure on us, just try to hit Haaland and, and get something. Obviously, Haaland had, had never registered a win against Bayern Munich before this game. I'm wondering how much he will be looking forward to possibly uh, a hat-trick <laughs> uh, at the at Bayern Munich, I wonder if he's on two goals. If Pep hooks him off, I reckon this time he might actually hook him off, man. Just get 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 him forty five minutes to win the game and and get to the next one, man. I think we need managers minutes. All right, not, like we've done it well, man. A one score prediction. We've got two one Bayern. Well, I don't think he'll be like the tie will ever be in doubt. If that makes sense. Yeah. I just think they'll be a bit more relaxed. They can win, yeah, I agree. They can win. But I think the tie is down. They'll probably win like they could win a two-one win, three-two. Yeah, I like it. Something down. like that. But it'll be it'll be like never at risk. If that makes sense. Yeah. With me, say two 0 City. Interesting. Five 0 on aggregate against Bayern. I mean, that is a statement. That is a statement. Now that leaves us with only one other fixture, possibly the most, possibly maybe the most non-interesting fixture of this whole situation so not ending exactly with a bang but listen when you're talking about the record Champions League winners I guess you've got to talk about them with a bit of respect talk to me about Madrid versus Chelsea 2-0 is not the craziest scoreline some might call it the most dangerous scoreline in football in terms of wanting to invite the opposition back into things I think Arsenal fans might agree with you wow so that was unnecessary but um I'll I'll, uh, I'll let that one slide how much is this tie done in that I waited, I waited an hour ahead, whatever. Uh, how, how much is this tie done and dusted? It's finished, man. I'm not even joking. Oh, bro, I, I hope Mudrick plays, man. Get get Mudrick in the game, just so I can see something. I'm not joking, though. I think if they actually still had Graham Potter for that tie, I think that maybe they could have uh, tested Madrid a bit, because I think under Lampard now, they are even worse. Like the Dortmund game, when they turned it around, they actually played very well. Like they're t- tactically as well, they were very good, man for man pressing, very compact. So they, they actually played quite well that game. But now against that team with those with, like efficiency monsters up front, yeah, yeah, there's no it's, way. It's there's no way. Like they're gonna lose that two three now. I just want to see like a like a little Modric Raheem Sterling front two and just. Keep keep the keep the, the the other two guys on the bench, man. I, I can't. I don't want to see them. Lives, what's your score yeah, prediction here? It's it's a really it's, it's um, Ramadan it's Ramadan Benz to score. Yeah, Ramadan <laughs> Benz will bang again. Forget me in the, the Rodrigo as well. In the last couple of days of Ram of Ramadan that's left, yeah, Ramadan Benz will score another brace. I'll say that game could end two three nil. Chelsea, I just they can't do anything. I'll be real, they finished. Guys, listen, when we're talking about narratives <laughs> in the Champions League, right, uh, Lampard got uh, uh, his team through and navigated into the Champions League and then was eventually sacked. Um, and then Tuchel came in and won the Champions League. <laughs> Could this be a case of Potter 
getting sacked, Lampard taking over, and then finishing what he started all those years ago and leading Chelsea to a Champions League final. Not happening. The guys are writing fan fiction, man. It's crazy. No, that's not happening. Lampard doesn't have Happy the ending. Minimum. Don't exist in football, man. Unfortunately, that was script like... writers are like their, their narratives. They work, but like that is just so massive a, a ask. Like, I think narratives as well like work better in like leagues or like within seasons. I think like Timothy or whatever doing it, Tuchel doing it. Like it just oh for me, it doesn't make sense. So, so Benzema starting starting and uh, ending his fast with a date, and he's got a date with Destiny against Chelsea. Give me a small break. The guy thinks he's Peter Drury, bro. <laughs> <laughs> me a, hey, listen, I can't lie. Culture Cams once said, yeah, that, like, uh, give me, like, Messi's got a penalty. Tell me something that Peter Drury's. And I, I was just, I was in Qatar. I was just walking. I was like, yeah, let me just do my thing. Bro, I put my phone away. I can't lie. It blew up, bro. People were messaging me saying, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. People were like, are you sure you're not Peter's ghostwriter? And I was like, I can't <laughs> confirm or deny it. So. Peter Drury, what a legend. Heritage. What a guy. Cool, I know, cool. Do you know what the problem is now? I've got a hot take about Peter Drury. Now he knows he's sick. He's completely ruined his legacy. Like, now. His legacy's still going, no, no, but sometimes before, it's a bit like. Before he's. It'll be for like an FA Cup game. Yeah, before. Second, like, second round. Yeah, before he'd be in the studio, just like. Pen game crazy. He'd go in the studio, he'd spit his bar, he'd release it. Million streams first week. I like that. Now, he's got a Twitter page. And after anything that happens, like Dagenham and Redbridge get an equaliser against Scunthorpe in the Ishtmian League North, yeah? Man will start Man will start spitting on Twitter and go, see? See? Let him yeah, land. Let him land. He's ruined. He's ruined it for me, Peter. <laughs> Peter, I still love you, but I can't lie. He, he ruined it a bit. So give me some score predictions, guys. I'm saying three. Ten nil, Real Madrid. Ten three, Real Madrid. Sterling Hatchick. <laughs> what? Give me that. Give me that. Give you what? A little ten three, and then Raheem Sterling bags a hatchick. Wow. You know you what, Mike? That fast must be getting to you, bro. <laughs> you know what? For, for me, I just want to. I as, as long as Raheem Sterling plays well, I'm leaving here with something. Raheem I, I, Real Madrid are winning. Real Madrid Raheem. are winning. I just want Raheem Sterling to. To, to play in I'd be lying if I said I'd stuff. be lying if I said me and my wife didn't have serious conversations about naming if we ever have a boy naming our son Raheem after what he did at the Euros I'd be lying if uh, if uh, one of the greatest campaigns man yeah. that's it uh, Donnarumma yeah, robbed he got robbed he got robbed he yeah, got robbed of a champagne man. campaign for sure uh, if, if we won that oh man he was literally two games away I think he was two games away from winning the Ballon d'Or man if we won the Champions League final and he got play of the tournament at the Euros and we won Ah, Mazzaline. Uh, listen, Libs, give me your story. Yeah, yeah, he probably would have, you know. In it, because huh? Georgina came, whatever. Yeah. Liv, give, Liv, give me your score prediction. I've always thought about it, man. For Chelsea and Madrid. Yeah, 3 1. Actually, no, 3 1 Chelsea. Three, no. They're not scoring. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, listen, that is a very interesting take right there from Amir that we will leave you with that Raheem Sterling was only two games away from winning the Ballon d'Or. If he would have won the Champions League and he would have won the Euros, unfortunately, he Who won it that year? Unfor- unfortunately, he was robbed by Jorginho. Was it, was it that Messi, Van Dijk, Jorginho? Yeah, I think so. And who, Jorginho, finished. Jorginho who, ended who, up being the best. Jorginho it won. wasn't Lewandowski, was it? Messi won no. it was Messi. I think it was Messi. But yeah, why did Messi win it? Did he actually win anything? Vibes, inshallah, isn't it? It's Messi. Because he's Cop America. Cop America, no? Oh, yeah, there you go. Cop America. That's America. crazy. America. But you know what? 
Van Dijk came second as a result. Van Dijk was like eight points off from winning it. Yeah, Van Dijk was close. Crazy, Wait, that, was that that year? What was the Jorginho year? That wasn't the Jorginho year. No, I think it was. It was. It was because, um, what do you call it? No, Jorginho was the 2021 year. It was Lionel Messi, Robert Lewandowski, Jorginho. Well, there you have it, man. You see these fine margins, these 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 one or two games, these sliding door moments that can lead to glory or despair. That concludes another episode of the No Ratings podcast. Of course, if you were listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us. Make sure you follow at No Ratings Pod wherever you see our content. Make sure to engage with us, talk to us, tell us about how much you hate our football takes or how much you love them whenever I talk. Of course, the big thanks to A1 making his debut class debut mate bright future ahead of you i'm sure there's a hundred caps coming up soon uh lives and amir of course the mad scientist thank you very much for joining us listen we'll see you next time on the no ratings podcast peace